with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Nightmare. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Ghost Chronicles uh, International. That's what it is. Yep, I am Ron Kolick, your host, the gatekeeper around the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable New England's own Van Helsing. With me all the way across the icy cold waters of the Atlantic Ocean is the gold standard in ghost hunting, the god of infrasound, and all-around good chap, Steve Parsons. Evening. Did you survive? Did I survive what? I don't know. Whatever you were talking about, you sounded like you were so cold there. It's like, uh, good evening. Well, I was just being polite. Good evening. That was polite? <laughs> It's more like, well, yeah, well, but you wouldn't know about polite, would you? No, I'm American. That's different. Yeah, you know. Yeah. You bailed on me. Gaslighting, so I'm saying. You are. That's what you are. Gaslighting, so I'm Bailing on no. me. That's for What a guy. Anyway. Do you want to continue uh, this show? Sure. Why not? Well, you, keep it up. You'll be on your own. Ooh, somebody's got their hair up if they had hair and they bristled. <laughs> <laughs> All I did was ask to change the time. I yep. spent 10 days writing a presentation. You knew the time was when you signed up for it. Not my fault. No, I didn't. How many, how many years? Sorry, morning is morning. <laughs> how many years have you changed the, the time of my presentation at the last Never. minute? Never. Every year. You're always the, the host. You're always the star of the performer of the show. You you made it perfectly clear when I put you on first. Yeah, well, you know, insult family, and I had to put family, you on at one family, o'clock. Family come first. No, no, no. We're not talking about family person. We're talking about normal. Me Let's anyways, first. can we get back to the show? No, I'm enjoying this. <laughs> I'm sure you are. Anyway. <sighs> 10 days. That's like 40 years. I told you, you can do it in front of my paranormal study group. Told put you, you can. Put your big boy pants on dun, and dun, move dun, on. Dun, 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 dun. You want to learn how to deal with people politely. Mm. What, and ruin my image? That'd be a start. Mm, that would do Get it. a whole new image. Anyways, before I do anything, I want to wish my darling <laughs> wife of 51 happy years. Birthday happy birthday from both of yes. us. Yes, happy oh. birthday, dear. Yes. And happy wedding anniversary to me. Because Oh, happy I'm, wedding anniversary. That's right. I'm such a good all-round chap that I even forget for when wedding anniversary plans to be to do the radio show today. Oh. What were you gonna yeah. take in McDonald's and then walk on the beach again? Well, what were you doing for Jen? Today? Yeah. I bought a crossword puzzle puzzle book. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. That'll keep it busy yeah, well, while I'm welcome, doing the show. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, welcome to... Uh, hey, uh, 
in news this week, I don't know if it's made it to America. No, it we hasn't. Have a, we have a new national speed limit here in Wales. Oh, okay. Yeah, you ready for this? Yeah, we're sitting here, bated breath. 20 miles an hour. Nothing goes that slow. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can walk we, faster than that. <laughs> we all have to go at 20 miles an hour. And God forbid me, what is the reason for this wonderful? Oh, not to scare the ghost. I get two, it. Two reasons. One, it reduces accidents. The there's second, no people in Wales. How are they going to get anybody getting an accident? Well, there's 3.2 3. million people living in Wales. Yeah, what's the spare ground area of it? What's the area of Wales? Uh, about half the size of Rhode Island. Yeah, I mean, the square feet. If you add it up there, it's like you're not seeing anybody for the next two days if you go walking. Anyway, carry on. And the second reason, climate change. Of course. There you go. Oh, oh, good reasons. Your your uh, your uh, good reasons. My ass. Your future future king is coming over here to America to New York City to carry on his father's uh, traditions and working on climate change here in the states. I saw him out there clamming in the Hudson River. It was exciting. Yeah. Well, moving on. <laughs> okay. You know. Right. You think you think you got me a joke, doesn't it? Like twenty miles an hour. It yeah. sounds like a joke. I know. I know. Trust me. I, I uh, When I used to do the tours at Rhode Island, I mean, at uh, Portsmouth Harbor Lighthouse, you'd have to go through Newcastle. The speed limit there was anywhere from 25 to 15 miles an hour. I had to set yeah. up my, my, you know, it's like you can drive yeah. without putting your foot on the gas. Well, the pro- the problem is, actually, everybody's going to be bumping into everybody else because everybody's now staring at the speedo mm. instead of looking out the window. Yeah, it's crazy, 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 so, crazy, crazy I mean, world. It's you, know, you talk about crazy, and this is, you know, you already got me into thing, but uh, you know, type in uh, paranormal research twenty twenty three. Don't you find, start. Do you think you find one bit of paranormal best? Number one, please, please. September twenty third, blue ghost paranormal investigation. Paranormal Frequency, new TV series. Paranormal yeah. Investigation. Paranormal Investigation. Yes, yes, yes. All of them. Paranormal Investigation. Paranormal Club's monthly meeting. Zach Bagans returns to the ghost. There, yeah, yeah. Paranormal Investigation. What the hell's the well, research? I, I, I'm looking for something here. <laughs> you know, it, it, it's not even... It's, it's, I've just finished writing, well, apart from the Spirit Quest, um, presentation. Um, mm-hmm. I submitted an abstract for consideration at the SPR's conference, uh, which touches on that very subject. Um, the state great of, minds running the same gutter. Uh, probably, but it touches on the, you know, it, it discusses the state of modern paranormal investigation. And mm-hmm. in order to acquaint myself a little better, um, I did some research. I mean, I, I mean, I'm fairly well in touch with the situation anyway. But you know, never helps to doesn't hurt to check. And it was appalling, absolutely appalling. There, there aren't 
groups out there now in the USA, in the UK, in Australia, who are actually doing real investigations any longer. Every single one, unless they're doing it, you know, in top, you know, ultra secret um, in, uh, environments. Well, maybe that's what it is. Maybe because everything that I could find is all about, um, you know, describing wacky experiments, describing new pieces of equipment that don't do anything at all. That it, it's and. <laughs> You wonder why parapsychology as a, an academic pursuit is kind of distancing itself from field investigation. Yeah. Because they don't want, they just don't want to know. It's like, you know, it's like we're some sort of care in the community branch now. Mm -hmm. There is no credibility in this field any longer. None. And when you look at the reason, the reason, well, I mean, we've discussed this endlessly. It's, it's, it's the media. It's the social media. They're all chasing fame. They're all chasing Facebook live streams. They're all setting up their own TV shows. They're all cultivating fans' likes and, you know, click like, join up. There are groups forming here in the UK. And they're, you know, they're, they're putting themselves forward for awards. Yeah, that's the next thing. But, it's all paranormal rewards on this thing, too. Yeah, but these groups have never actually done anything. I mean, literally not done anything. They were formed three, four, five months ago, and they're planning their very first, you can spend 50 quid and join us on our first investigation at this hall. And they're putting themselves forward for an award. They haven't actually done anything yet. Hmm. And you wonder why it's screwed up. That's the world we live in, Steve. That's the world we live in. I, you know, it makes you wonder whether it's worth continuing. So, we you were talking about the gadgets, and and I posted one on my page about this uh, souped-up spirit box that just kept adding lights and oh, switches yeah. and yeah. cords and stuff to the damn yeah. thing. It, it's like, why? All that comes to, all, well, all that stems from Steve Huff and Huff Paranormal. Because a few years ago, um, he started adding guitar effect pedals to uh, radios, you know, the mm -hmm. SB7, the 11, and all manner of other ones. And to the output, he started plugging in um, guitar effect pedals, different types of guitar effect pedals, and then wrapping it in fairy lights and sticking a few crystals on it. And, you know, or a 3D steampunk printed um, box. Yeah, it makes it more are, official if you, it looks steampunky, you know. And the groups are copying. It works the better, groups so. are, the, you know, I mean, you know, ghost hunters have always been a highly inventive, highly creative, innovative bunch of people. Mm -hmm. But what they're doing, you know, they're doing the same thing. They're charging three, four, five, six hundred dollars to to sell you two twenty buck guitar pedals and a, a fifty dollar radio, yep. all joined together with Christmas lights and a few crystals wrapped in copper gardening wire. And, and what are the results, Steve? I mean, you've listened to some right. of these uh, yeah, EVPs, the, haven't you? Yeah. There, there aren't any results. 
The results are just imagination. They're make-believe. They're fantasy. If people listen to these sounds, they can... And you can recreate it over and over and over. You've seen you've seen us doing it at previous spirit quests. Yep. You ask the right question, you prime the prime the audience well enough, you prime your followers well enough, you put a transcript along the bottom, you tell them what they're gonna hear, they're gonna hear it. Yep. You've you you've you rig the questions. Is there anybody there? How many people are in, the, how many spirits are present or how many people are in the room with us now? It doesn't matter what the number is, because if the number is 50, they'll go, oh, my God, there's 39 spirits. Exactly. If the number is, you know, it, it, just make it up. It's, I mean, I'm, I'm rant. Sorry, audience, I'm ranting tonight because. It's turned out to be a big rant show, by the way, so far. Yeah, because it makes me mad. It makes me mad to see something that I've been passionate about for since I was a child, a small child, to be the plaything of the media. Because, you know, there are really well-intentioned people out there who are interested in the subject. Not me, not just me. But you go around and you, you spend time with the groups. You spend time with people investigating the paranormal inside of some of these groups with their crazy cuckoo ideas. And there is there's there's people there who genuinely came into it, curious, wanting to understand with questions that they wanted answered. And what they're getting is this. Yeah, it's not even that. It's not even magic. You know, at least the magic show, you can go along and be wowed and go, well, that was, you know, wow, that was really cool. Mm-hmm. But this is, this is like, is there anybody well, there? You know, these, you know, it's an illusion too. You know, if you tell people what the EVP but they're not even, they, but it's not even subtle kind of any longer. It's not, yeah. it's not even subtle. The, 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 the people that do this sort of thing. They make no, you know, there's no pretense anymore. There's not even any showmanship anymore. It's just BS all the way. And if you're in a group that does this, then stop it. Yeah. So moving right along, I have a question <laughs> regarding that. Uh, no, I mean, this I've just lost Tuesday, half of probably. Yeah, no, Tuesday, uh, I did a presentation. You know, it was a, it was a good crowd. It was like 100. Yeah, it looked like it was at an old church. It is. It was the second oldest meeting house in the Americas before the revolution, actually. It was excellent. Excellent, excellent. It, it did look a nice location. It was. It was very good. And anyways, and of course, I gave my presentation and I played some of those crappy EVPs. Uh, and, you know, did the exact same thing, told them what to listen for and, you know, and people gasped and whatever. But... Uh, then I started talking about, you know, when it first gets started, they were recording with these analog things, and they actually got uh, or received, uh, you know, sounded like communication. So in other words, it was very clear. It wasn't just like this one word, two word stuff. It was no, it's not that staccato radio chatter, is it? That it isn't, and it, you know, you can see it's so manufactured too. The the sound going through the thing, and, and then it's processed and everything else. Yeah, yes. It wasn't processed back then. You heard what was actually recorded, which wasn't 
heard at the time. So, with, uh, you know, that's to me is that was amazing. So, you know, somebody in the in the group asked, uh, you know, do you think we should go back to it? And I said, well, Steve and I have been discussing this for, for years now, you know, and we both fool around with it. Uh, unfortunately, you know, the the uh, finding good tapes because you can only use them once and uh, decent recorders uh, are, are difficult nowadays. That's true. Yeah. I mean, the, the amount of cassette recorders that are actually available now for sale, high quality cassette recorders that are available mm -hmm. for sale, you can count on the finger of one finger. Mm. Um, you know, they don't exist. So you are forced to go find, you know, new old stock, old stock, uh, refurbished thrift stores are a great thrift place. Store. Yeah. You know, when I was over there a few years ago, I picked up a really good Walkman from a thrift store for two dollars and it was in perfect condition. You remember it. Mm -hmm. um, oh, yeah, I always remember our times together. I write everything down. You know, cassettes, at least you can still buy them. You can still buy brand new cassette tapes, you know, courtesy mm -hmm. of Amazon. And some supermarkets over here sell them, you know, because oh, really? they are. No, we don't have them uh, over here in any supermarket. <laughs> oh, well, we are fortunate. You know, there are Our still some. <laughs> <laughs> well, there are still some available. So you can you can get. But, oh, you're they, but, the, but the cost has gone up. You know, it's like what what's very big at the moment uh, with the younger generation are uh, vinyl records, vinyl LPs yep. and singles. Yep. Very, very big. And, uh, you know, I know a lot of people, you go into the stores now and they are selling record decks, record players. And uh, you want to see the prices that they're charging for what were effectively back in the day do you remember in the days of the high quality high fidelity yeah high fidelity was a they, big deal. they don't they don't exist anymore now what you get is for the same price two three four hundred pounds you get a really crappy cheap deck mm. that that plugs into your mp3 player so you can record oh, the vinyl yeah it's like there's it's really dumbed down I still have my, uh, you know, I still have my record player and I still have the hundreds of albums that I have. So I still listen yeah. to them. You know, they and, still and, get the clicks I mean, of them and stuff, but I don't. Yeah, you yeah. can still get the styluses. You can still get, you know, the yeah. drive belts and all that. And you know, the secondhand market on eBay for high quality, hi-fi uh, record decks has obviously gone through the roof because people are rediscovering vinyl. People are starting to rediscover the cassette, and that is possibly for those who are interested in um, recording analog EVP or doing analog EVP experiments. That that could be potentially a good thing. Sony, for example, have restarted the manufacture recently of one of the older, high-quality. Um, they call them piano key. They're not quite Walkman size. They're a, bit, a little bit larger. Um, but they have, you know, like the old fashioned piano key controls. Uh, they've, they've put that back into production again, but it's not the high quality of made in Japan unit. You know, this is, this is made in the far East. Yeah. Um, the quality isn't quite the same, but nevertheless, you know, 
if if they become popular, um, then we might see better high quality um, recorders. You don't see reel to reels at all anymore unless they are on the second hand market. And they yeah, I still have too. They they do fetch big bucks now for TX and Tascams. Really, really? yeah. Oh, very Maya good. Was, Maya was actually used on uh, an aircraft carrier. Um, it was what they they used it so. What for shooting off the steam catapults? Yeah, probably. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I I have a reel to reel, but it's not. You know, we never used reel to reels. They they were really no. before the time of Parascience. We used yeah. cassettes and then moved yeah. on through. Um, mini disc recorders but back um, back back in the 70s steve i uh uh i used to have this item that we developed called the uh plant tracker which is a biofeedback device for plants but anyways so i did uh did a radio interview for a uh canadian uh station and i recorded how bad it was i recorded on real or real <laughs> so i mean that's how old it was that this yeah. happened and I, in fact i just threw it away because uh, <clears throat> i didn't stir it very well uh, anyway well in our in, in the attic i have some um two inch 24 track um reels from uh, my old you know old days in a band when we went oh, to the yeah. recording studio uh, hey good man um, but you try and find a device that can play them now. In fact, uh, a few months ago, this is how technology can, you know, sort of loop around, move on. Um, years and years and years and years and years ago, so 30 plus years ago, I wrote, um, I was the historian for uh, an old World War II, World War One era RAF oh, cool. aerodrome. And my job was to record the history. And so I wrote it down in the form of a kind of book journal. Mm-hmm. And I had a, an early Tandy TRS-80 computer back then. Ah, Basically, all, all it could do was word processing, you know, with a little green 12-inch yep. screen. And I stored everything on um, three-and-a-half-inch floppy disks, and I've still got them. Three-and-a-half-inch or five-and-a-half? Five I later moved them from... I later moved them from five and a quarter to three and a half. Oh, okay. So I have this bunch of three and a half inch um, floppy disks. And I still have a floppy disk reader that can plug in via USB. And so I can yeah. access the disks. Mm-hmm. Well, I can, I can, the computer can see the disks, but there isn't a piece of software on this planet that I can find that can read them any longer. Ah, oh, jeez. It just comes up with gobbledygook code and saying, you know, like, well, there's data here, but I don't know what it is. I have no idea. I have no idea. I know there's something there, but the computer, you know, because the the software programs can't read them. They can't read the old software programs. The old 8-bit programs that existed. And that's much the same with early EVP recordings. Um, We have digitized versions where somebody has thoughtfully transcribed a reel-to-reel or a cassette. And we have the transcripts, the, the written transcripts of the conversations that apparently took place. And they are. Um, I wouldn't say amazing, but they're certainly interesting because they're very different than 
the later modern Steve Huff type right. uh, digital EVPs with this staccato chop, 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 and broken half words and phonemes and distortions and everything else. Yeah. I mean, what you get is you, you hear two sides of a conversation um, and so it we, seems to be a conversation. So we, we would like you, if you're a paranormal group and you actually still listen to the show uh, to, you know, have you tried using analog? And if you have, what were your results and, and what were the, the pros and the cons that you found working with it nowadays? Uh, I'd be intrigued if, like I said, if, if you're, there are any paranormal investigators or uh, researchers out there. Just... The, 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 that, I mean, I, I started a rant at the start of the show, um, kind of. It, You've been ranting all the way through. <laughs> but there are, you know, there are genuine people out there. There are genuinely yep. curious people out there who potentially are just in the shadows because they're not shouting to the world what they're getting on with. But that's kind of the problem too, because a lot of these more serious groups or serious minded investigators, and I know that they do exist because I meet okay. them. That's good. Um, but they, they, they've kind of gone underground because they don't really embrace the social media. They get on with quietly doing what they do. The problem is their results are never published. Their results are known about. They know about them. Mm -hmm. They know about the measurements and the data that they're gathering. But psychical research needs to know about the data that they're gathering. And more importantly, they need to inspire their peers by saying, we do this. These are our results. But they don't because it ends up in a horrible, contentious argument every time people post results on social media because you get a, a back and forth between skeptics between believers and it ends up in a horrible mess with people blocking one another yelling at one another that's why you have private groups to deal with that stuff there are private groups but what's needed is there needs to be a proper forum where people can publish their results because a private, a private, a private. No, a, a, a group. A group. You can you can have. I mean, Parasites has a private Facebook page. Um, right, we're only Parasites that, members. Yeah, so that's what you set up. We have yeah, that. I mean, that's, that's that's fine. But what I'm saying is, psychical research needs to know what they're doing. So it's up the job to cycle research to join these private groups or a request to join. And we got to go. We're taking the break right now. You're listening to uh, Ghost Chronicle. Well, maybe you're still listening. Ghost Chronicles International, <laughs> Steve Parson and Ron Kolick right here on TojiNet. And we'll be right back after the following messages. Welcome to Tokinet, radio with a cutting edge. Do you have a paranormal event, book, or something else you want people to know about? Then why not advertise it on Ghost Chronicles Radio? 
With over 150,000 downloads a month, get your message out to an audience that's interested in the subject. We have a plan at a cost that fits your needs. For more information, contact Ron Kolick at anyghostproject at comcast.net or call 978-455-6678. The creepy and the kooky, mysterious and spooky, they all talk ugly kooky, the Parrax family. The shows are paranormal, not stuffy but informal. The topics are abnormal, the Parrax family. They're strange, deranged, unrestrained. So grab your favorite brew, it's time to rendezvous. As we give the awards to the Parrax family. first half of tonight's two hours ghost chronicles double edition this is the international one with spirit quests and and the man who will never bail on you here in oh yeah yes anyways i'm ignoring that uh so we were talking about paranormal research and we actually talked about Mm, you know we were ranting about paranormal we were at all right so we also you know talked about uh you know how your group could uh help also, yeah. help paranormal community yeah. out by doing certain things. But yeah. okay, don't do it privately. Do it publicly. So, right. So here's my little rant on it or thing on it is there are a lot of groups out there. They call them the Paranormal Research Society. Now, in that word, in that thing, you have two phrases, especially research and uh, society. So this is this is their own what they are. Okay, this is one group, and this is what they are according to, and they use that term that I talked about, offering the best ghost tours and haunted history tours in the area. Uh, so don't settle for just stories. Demand the real thing. Explore the darker side of. You need only to bring your courage. The Paranormals uh, Research Society is a small group of electric individuals who realize that exploration of the paranormal should be one of a personal experience and not necessarily a scientific endeavor. But this, reali- <laughs> this realization allows us to present truly unique experience that only you <laughs> will never forget. The group is uh, oh wait, 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 group is a self-funded group. I, I thought they did ghost to us. Oh well, whose uh, mandated is to serve not only the paranormal community but also the community uh, in which we live. Through our various endeavors, we not only raised money to support our group, but we also helped raise money to support private businesses, historical societies, and nonprofits. So, if you're looking for a paranormal experience, uh, you're just a few clicks away. What's wrong with that? <laughs> Was it written by Barnum or Ripley? 
Because I mean, I, I don't know whether I, I don't know whether, whether America has the same advertising standards as we do in the UK. Um, but not. but well, it doesn't matter anyway because none of the groups adhere to it. These not-for-profits, of which mm-hmm. most groups make a point of um, saying saying somewhere, we are not-for-profit. We are a non-profit. When you do the maths, maths, because I'm English, when you do the maths or the mathematics, mm-hmm. you can you can easily find out the cost of a location. You can easily factor in, um, you know, fuel costs, a packet of biscuits, a, an urn of tea. You look at the numbers of people who are booking, and you can see. A big profit going somewhere. Where's it going if your group is a non-for-profit? And why aren't the IRS in America and Her Majesty's Customs and Excise uh, Customs and Excise here in the UK, or Revenue and Customs, sorry, here in the UK, looking into this? Because there was a job advert posted recently by a, a similar UK paranormal research team. And they were saying, hey, we have a vacancy. Come join our highly skilled, highly motivated team. All you need is uh, a driving license and ex- uh, experience. We will provide training and a hoodie and a radio you will have access to use the latest ghost hunting equipment so i replied and said what's the hourly rate (laughs) and the response was well they did reply and they said that the position is entirely voluntary although they do offer some um something towards the fuel costs and you get free biscuits and free access Yeah, yeah, that's a that's a career, isn't it? Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at like you know the equipment that they they use on these uh, parallel research groups, and we're looking like REM pods and yeah, uh, the hell is that thing there? The K2 have you seen the cost meters. of a REM pod? Have you seen the cost of a REM pod these days? No, not do I want them. Two hundred dollars. Are they really? Yep. Crazy. And Crazy. and upwards. Oh, by the way, uh, you can go out with them for a few 50, 60 quid, and they'll take you out with them. Yeah. Where's the, pro- where's the profit going if you're not for profit? I have no idea. I mean, and, and I'll be honest, some, some groups do raise money for uh, a lot of historical sites. I know I do. I raise thousands of dollars for the lighthouses. And, uh, yeah, no, I mean, in that regard, and, and as, as I said, before the break there are there are groups out there Mm -hmm. and there are individuals in some of (laughs) even you know even the groups that are not representing good practice (coughs) but they come into it you know there are individuals who come into it genuinely curious genuinely wanting answers to questions genuinely believing that the Paranormal Research Society is, as it says on the tin, a Paranormal Research Society. They get there, they're handed a REM pod, 
or a cat toy and told that that's how it's done. And they don't know any better because they think that is the current state of the art. And it is the current state of the art as far as that group is concerned. And it's just misleading. And when you look back, look back even 40 years to the work that was being done, both sides of the Atlantic, by the by the amateur investigators supported by and working with academic researchers they were making some really interesting observations and discoveries can you see that same coming from a rem pod or or a guitar effects pedal plugged into a broken radio no of course you can't what are you going to learn from the cat toy that lights up in the corner of the room nothing What are you going to learn from the staccato chatter of a broken radio? Nothing. So their contribution to psychical research is zero. And that's the problem. They're contributing nothing, but they're lining their pockets at the same time. Mm. And they're misleading the public. They're misleading people with genuine curiosity that should be encouraged nurtured and supported not seen as a cash cow milked for every penny that they can and dime that they can uh, line their pockets with and then claim that they're not for profit mm-hmm. it's wrong it's no, just I agree. plain wrong i agree 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 and if you if you disagree with my point of view if you are a member of one of the very few paranormal we'll have you on the show yeah if you joined a paranormal group only to find that it was something else contact us drop us a drop us an email we'd love to hear your your points rather than us ranting oh here's a good one 32,000 to 41,000 paranormal job really the paying wow Wow, Ambridge Hospitality, Long Beach, California. Oh, here we go. $19.25 to $24.50 an hour estimated pay full time. Oh, uh-huh. that's why. Guess what you're doing on, the, on this as a paranormal investigator? Go ahead. From historic tours to paranormal attractions. <laughs> there you go. So you're, you're basically a, a guide. In, in, in fairness, they are paying. Yeah, but you're just a, a tour guide. That's as simple as that. Yeah, for, but in for the Queen Mary, which is you know, uh, you know. No, I mean, yeah, it, it's a legitimate. It's a legitimate. You know, it puts money in your pocket. Here in the UK, they expect you to run ghost tours, ghost walks, and everything else on behalf of the group for the cost of petrol and a few biscuits, if you're lucky. Yeah, I'm looking at the ones like all over the UK. They advertise as paranormal investigators, and you know what they are? Go ahead. CS, CSI investigators. They're all CSI. Devon, Cornwall, all the different police departments are hiring CSI. So if you put it, so if you put in paranormal investigator, you actually have to be doing CSI stuff. Well, that makes. I mean, I think that's just a, the way Google is looking I at this. I think that's just attracting you into that, yeah. that particular thing. Yeah. 
Yeah. Anyway. Anyway, moving on. Spirit yeah, well, is coming up. It is. It is. It what is. exciting things are you going to be doing without me this year? <laughs> uh, we have the, we you know, we have some speakers on uh, Saturday as usual, and we're doing the three for event, which is pizza and uh, three different events that you get to partake in for same price uh and that includes the panic room which uh started last year everybody loved uh it's like an escape room basically uh we're also doing an investigation at a place that's never been investigated except by my team before uh and then we're also doing a ta- glass swirling workshop which which is always fun we had a special table built too for this glass swirling endeavor so what we do exciting exciting stuff and pizza oh, get free pizza with. well yeah. yeah because as you know i can't eat pizza i know that's, um, why, that's why you're all having pizza yeah so we'll how do people anyway. get, how do people in new england get tickets are you trying to push my event steve i'm trying to help yeah it, yeah you go to anygoesproject.com the letter N, the letter E, ghostproject.com. Click on Spirit Quest, and it'll take you to the page. Gives you all the information of all the stuff. Yeah, I've got, I, to admit, I, I've got to admit, from experience, it's a good weekend. It is a good weekend, but you know, it's, it's, you know, it's, it's something it's you, we want you to do, not just to, not just to be a, fun. Yeah, and, it's fun. Uh, it's it is. It's a fun week. We call it. A, we don't even. You know, a lot of people think, oh, it's a paracon. No, it's not a paracon. We call it a paranormal retreat because that's. Basically, what it is, it's like-minded people who just go and want to have fun together and share their stories and stuff, and that's what we do. So learn I, something, I, I, I learn something we, along the way. Yeah, I, but I think we could up, you could up the game with the uh, panic room. Why is that? Well, I think that you could build a big tank. Oh, geez, it's going to be a dump tank. <laughs> <laughs> no, a sealed a sealed tank, except for a water inlet valve. Oh, wonderful! So you get a well, yeah, let, no, let's have some real panic. Mm. Put them in it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and Cal, Cal could stay in there for hours. Oh, God, we'd never get him out. <laughs> never get him out. You could even put in a shark or two. I mean, you've got plenty of them. Nothing you oh, there you go. Yeah, we do. Maybe a few piranha, who knows? That'd be good. Mm. So, what sort of speakers have you got this year? I don't know, Steve. I didn't press this well, thing. Well, you've organized it. Yeah, but I, I don't. No, I mean, um, you, you, you're you, making me look at stuff now and trying to find things. Well, you were you were quick enough to say, oh, no, it's all sorted out. So I presumed it was. Yeah, it is all sorted out. That's why I don't have to think about it. You know what I mean? No. I'm, I'm actually Googling my names. I mean, the <laughs> things so I can find out what the hell is going on. For, let me know. Yeah, because I want to. I and the listeners want to know what 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 the subjects of the speakers are, and mm-hmm. like what they can look forward to, apart from a panic room and pizza, because that's all they've found out so far. It's panic room and a pizza. Oh, and glass. There you water. go. There you go. So yeah, what do we got talks on? I don't know. What do you got to? Yo, here oh. you go. I found it. Oh, good. All right, so here we go. The uh, speakers lined up for 
Uh, Saturday is ooh, not me. No, uh, a <laughs> crystal healing workshops done by R and R traders. Uh, haunted sea, sea, haunted Cape Cod sea captains and shipwrecks uh, by uh, Barbara Stillery. Uh, Bigfoot cryptoids and paranormal. Uh, oh no, uh, in the paranormal with crystal panic. Um, the Spirit Bridge with Roxy Zwicker from New England Curiosities. Uh, abandoned Villages, Ghost Towns uh, with uh, Thomas D'Agostino and the Psychic Detective Workshop with Maureen Wood. So there you go. There's your speakers. That sounds pretty cool. That sounds pretty it's, cool. It's a, it's a, it's a nice mix. It yeah, is a nice mix. Yeah. Because the theme is, what, Beyond the Veil, isn't it? Yeah, so it can open up to anything, really. Yeah. Or behind the curtain, as we would say in the UK. Yeah, yeah, whatever you, you want to say, but we wouldn't use that phrase, but that's fine. Do you know, we should, do you know, I was just thinking then, while you were telling me, um, we haven't done for a long time, and we did promise to do another one, a quintessentially British ghost hunting show. We could. We could. We're overdue. We're overdue one. Mm. Time to um, put the spats to plus fours, dust down the picture of Downton Abbey, call in the <laughs> butler. Because yeah, uh, that was that was uh, for those that don't know, haven't got a clue what we're talking about. Uh, a couple of years ago, yeah, a couple of years ago, we did the quintessentially British ghost hunting show, which was a bunch of British speakers and a British theme show, all done via Zoom for an American yep. audience. And here, uh, here, here you go. I get the list of speakers. Yeah, and the, and the topics. Go ahead. Uh, Steve and I, uh, uh, what did you see? Hosted it, right? Yeah, we did. Yeah. All right. So uh, the and you couldn't, the, you still can't say quintessential. No, I cannot. Uh, prophecy, prophecy, and second sight, seers and mediums, and Scottish folklore by Stephen Scott. Uh, great British ghosts, royal ghosts, uh, a gazette of royal reverence. Haunted Homes and Creepy Castles by Dylan Jones. Uh, time Slips, Ghosts, and Hallucinations are Something Far Stranger by Anna, Dr. Ann Whisper. Uh, Paranormal Through the Eyes of a Medium, Barry John. Uh, Parapsychology, a Controversial Science, oh yeah, by uh, Dr. Dr. Cal Cooper. And of course, not last but least, What is a Ghost by Richard Felix. That was good. That was a good thing. It's still available on demand. Somebody wants to actually sign up for it. Yeah, but we we did. Um, there was there was a call for a repeat. Really? By who? <laughs> by Billy. you. <laughs> by you, actually. Oh. And and by by the by by no by members of the uh, the viewing listening audience, because mm. it was it was all you know it was all done via Zoom because we had to back then. Yeah. Um, because we're in the middle of um, COVID, an, ep an epidemic of pandas or something, as I recall, and uh, we weren't the able Chinese to travel. COVID. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah, Chinese the, Wu the Wuhan, Wuhan flu. Wuhan flu. Wuhan flu. Mm -hmm. um, sorry, we've just offended all the, the Chinese. The River. Now. So, yep, yeah, we should do that again because that was fun. Yeah, maybe this uh, the turn of the, turn of the year. 
I think that would be a good plan. Give us time to plan it. Let, let us know if you want a, a quintessential British ghost hunting show. Oh, do you um, want something else? Uh, you, or, you yeah. Want would you to... like a? We can do this because we have the technology. We have access to the speakers. If you we want have the contacts, yes. If you want us to do a show on your favourite paranormal subject, a Zoom, a Zoom in R, or Zoom webinar, or yeah. uh, that you can, you know, you can dip in and out of, um, and an affordable cost. Yeah, very affordable. And it's 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 not just like one speaker. You get all the oh, speakers. That's it. And if you do, you don't have to be there live because the whole thing's recorded and you can play it at your leisure. At your leisure, perfect. So yeah, let us know. Get in touch. Tell us what you want. What subject? Who would you like to hear from? Yadi yadi yeah. yadi yadi. Yeah, yeah. I think that'd be. Um, we can do it. Mm. We can do anyway. it. Anyway. All right, so we are scooting down. Anything else you want to bitch about before we go? No, I'm all bitched out now. Yeah, I know you are. But anyway, uh, yeah, I guess. Well, my... except, for, except for one thing. Oh, here we go. I knew there was something. Except, well, yeah, what, there's, as Steve Jobs used to famously say, there's one, one more thing. Mm-hmm. And that is the fact that I'm also pissed off with having to say the same things over and over and over. Because... We shouldn't have to. Perfect. We shouldn't have to keep ranting. It should. You would, you know, every year. I hope it will change. I hope it will come good. I hope that it will move forward. And every year it deteriorates. The television companies come up with even dafter ideas. Yeah. And the paranormal research societies come up with ever crazier experiments you know we've done the cat toys now folks what's next dog i, st- dog. I still think you know we should go with the but naked ghost hunt it's been done that's what i mean the, well i'm talking about the real naked yeah where they i i remember we got an actual uh i got an no, email it's been done. From, we have naked and afraid with the series, yeah naked, naked and afraid, afraid. Is not, yeah it's not a ghost thing though was predominantly Oh, was it? There it has been a naked... Th- Google it quickly. There has been a naked ghost hunting show. Are you serious? I'm deadly serious. Just Google it. I know I was approached to do it and sort of laughed it off. Well, you would have been laughed off, but... Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was disappointing. Um, <laughs> but, is that but it, all it's... there is? <laughs> <laughs> But genuinely, it's been done. We can't, we can't show that in America. You know you've, that. You've had girly ghost hunters and gay guys. We haven't had trans ghost hunters yet. Uh, That'd be a good like, one. Trans like, in tra- trans in Transylvania. I like that. That would be a good one. Videos of naked ghost hunting show. There you go. Fancy mm. spot. Oh, see that? There it is. Fanciest spot of a naked ghost hunting, then this show could be for you. Naked ghost hunters. Oh yep. my god. Yep. It's Are really you serious? There it is. Here I am you. gonna have to explore this further. Uh I am certainly not gonna <laughs> let this slip by. 
I want to see how they collect their evidence. That's what I want to see. I want to know where they keep their evidence after they've collected it. Yep, they're naked. <laughs> Just tuck that uh, recorder into your butt cheeks. I know, but still, it's like, oh, where, where oh. have you put the? You can imagine this one, like, where have you put the cat ball, Martha? So instead of an EMF meter, they look for an erection. Look for direction, but you know, it's like, <laughs> it's like, oh, there must be a ghost here. Look at, <laughs> I'm getting a signal. Oh, that's bad. That's very bad. <laughs> yeah, the, and every time it bends over, I see the cat ball fl flashing. Lights. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God bless us. Why did we go there? You should. I, I don't know. We didn't, but we didn't. But the media companies true. have. I mean, I, I suppose I'm grateful for one thing um, that that hasn't caught on with the ghost hunting community that we know of. Uh, it, it has be one of those those Saturday night cigarette things. It could be. You throw all you you throw your car keys into a. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But we have actually done uh, events that have been entitled. Naked I know you ghost did. Hunts. That's what I was. I thought you were talking about. Yeah, I mean those. They what we were referring. I mean that was you know obviously the title was uh, you know clickbait. But what we were referring to is naked of equipment ghost hunts. So they were really sort of you know back to the 1890s, the Edwardian era, um, mm. when. The ghost hunters were armed with nothing except their five, you know, their five senses when they would stake out the building and then write down their adventures afterwards or share their adventures at the ghost club or with their friends, you know, at an after dinner club. So you gave me an idea, you know, naked ghost hunters. And I found a list of the top female ghost hunters. So I'm figuring we could entice them to do a ghost hunting show. Uh, now we've got to be inclusive nowadays. We've got to include all genders. Nope, 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 nope. So we have Amy Brumery. Uh, Amy Brumery, of course, is from some show. Uh, <laughs> is it Amy Bruin? Isn't that Paranormal Lockdown? It is a former member of TAP. She is... Uh, I have no clue. She's on something. And there's Amy Allen of oh, the Dead Files. Yeah. Yeah, I think it is Paranormal Lockdown, if I believe it. Yeah. I know she's doing Red Taps. She did that time. with, wasn't it done with Nick who's, Groff as well? Who's Carrie Poppy? No idea. Uh, Carrie Poppy, investigator of Paranormal Spiritual in LA Home. Uh, has taken part of over 70 investigations for her Sorry, podcast. Uh... For her podcast. Cool. Yeah, so I don't know how she is the top. Charlene. Well, Lowe you Kent. wouldn't be doing you wouldn't be doing that in the dead of winter in Alaska. No, Charlene Kemp. Never heard of her. My God, Jane Harris. I have heard of her. Uh, Help! My house is haunted. Yeah. Uh, that's a which, which I re-entitled "Help." They've let Jane Harris into my house. Karina Wagman, Wildman. No, never heard of it. I know this is terrible. Me neither. Oh, paranormal lockdown. 
Chris Williams, she was in Taps. I, I seen her in Ghost Carnival. I uh, Ghost Hunted, I believe, International as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, she was International. I remember that. Did you ever have the Ghost Hunters? Lorraine oh, Warren God. actually got voted in. Oh, that's yeah. They have to dig her up though. MJ Dixon. Yeah, I know her. And Penny Griffin Morgan. No idea. Samantha Hawes. Oh, well, well that, that's part of that the couple. Yeah. I thought that was Satori. Oh, yeah, that is Satori. That must be the wife. Oh, we got to go, huh? Yeah, got to go. I'm sure uh, I'm sure the listeners will be relieved. Yeah. Oh, Sandy, the... Sandy Lacta. French paranormal. Woo-hoo-hoo. I like that. Ooh. It's nice and exotic. Yep, Sarah Wyman, you folks. know that? Sarah Wyman. Uh, yep, Phil Wyman's wife. Susan Slaughter. In no. number one, Yvette Fielding. There you go, folks. And we'll leave you with that. Good night, everyone. God bless and have a great night. Stay tuned for Ghost It's Mark over, folks. You've wasted just an hour of your life. Stay tuned. Well, we for got Jess next. <laughs> Goodbye. Good night. That was. <laughs> to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us, good Lord.